Welcome to Female Inner Power, the podcast for women who don't want to choose between work success and life happiness. I'm your host, Nomi Melkyonatan, leadership coach and courage catalyst. Each week, I will share a refreshingly honest conversation about how to trust your intuition, lead from female power in male-dominated spaces, and inspire you to be a more confident force for good in the world. Are you ready? Welcome, welcome to another episode of Female Inner Power. I am thrilled to be diving into this topic that's very much about deconstructing a phrase that is being used a lot around, hey, I've got to slow down or hey, you've got to slow down because it's often entirely unhelpful and it doesn't solve the problem we're having. So let me start with a story. A client of mine phoned me. Uh, We had a session and she was like, well, I've got to slow down. Like, I know I've got to know. I know that's what you'll say. And I know that's what everyone's saying because I've been working like crazy and it's impacting my sleep. And I have these health concerns and I've been seeing doctors and I'm in process of diagnostics and, and probably it's all fine. But I'm guessing all the health scares are telling me something, something. And the fact that I have these symptoms and even though probably everything's okay, there's a message here. So, so I know I can't work, keep working like this. I need to slow down. And I was like, well, I don't think slowing down is the answer because I don't see how you can do your job with slowing down. And she's like, yeah, exactly. And she, she looks at me baffled for a second because she's sure I'm going <laughs> to tell her like, yes, you got to slow down. But here's the thing. I will and I won't. She is in a position very high up in an international company that is making waves. They are creating exciting partnerships. They're doing extraordinary things. It is fast paced. There is movement and new deals being made and restructuring and reorganizing and partnerships and conversations to be had internally externally all over the place and she's flying many places she also has two kids she has a husband she likes to see friends and exercise and do all the things right she cannot do this job if she goes slow the world is fast the world of business is incredibly fast it's speeding up with our access to instant information everything is speeding up so when we say to someone and when you've said to yourself because probably at some point you, you know you or someone close to you have said oh slow down it's entirely unhelpful because like but wait I care about my work I care about impact I care about my career and and maybe I shouldn't and maybe it should just be a job but I really care and I don't see how I can slow down because you know how fast it goes and you know how many things are coming at me and and like I, I just I don't get it because this is what happens when we tell people to slow down they go wait does that mean I need a less responsible role does that mean I need a smaller job people don't say that back but unconsciously this is what happens because if I have to slow down and I have a role 
that is leading in an incredibly fast-paced environment. How does it work? How does it work? So my suggestion is we use a different language and different ways to think about it. You know, think of an athlete and they were having symptoms. Would you tell them to slow down? Hello, 100 meter runner, don't run so fast. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, right? Hello, athlete, don't, don't run so fast. Don't jump so far. It doesn't make any sense. And yet what you would tell them is, wait, we've got to upgrade the quality of your support system, of how you look after yourself, how we all look after you. We've got to upgrade the quality of everything and we've got to inject space and pauses and recovery because performing at this level is going to take a lot. And this is the thing. So here's the first thing I want you to know. It's really important that you see yourself as an asset. And I find this language works with men and women. It, when I say, hey, you're an asset. It's like, oh, yes, because what people think when they say, I've got to slow down is, first of all, I can't do my job well. And second of all, yes, I've got to like, be more selfish. That's the other unhelpful thing. We say, you've got to be more selfish. I've got to be more selfish and look after myself more. Wait, looking after yourself is selfish? If you don't look after you, who ends up looking after you? Well, I'll tell you what happens in the family. A mom who's not looking after herself, well, the kids get to compensate. Emotionally, they have to make mommy feel better in all kinds of ways, right? Ouch, that one's the most painful. So I just went straight for the most painful one. If you don't have kids, other people will be compensating or you will not be showing up in your relationships the way you want. Because when we've got nothing to give, of course, we don't show up present and connected. It's just very little, very little left to give. So the quality suffers. So when we look after ourselves, those around us, usually those we love the most, suffer. Now, also your work suffers. The organization, if you're paid by an organization, and even if you're paid by yourself, Pay for the quality of who you are and what you make happen and how you show up and the clarity of your mind. And that asset that is you deteriorates if you treat it like something you've got to squeeze the most out of. You're not a Henry Ford machine. You're not something that performed consistently day in, day out. And we're not even talking here about hormonal changes and, you know, how at different parts of our cycle, we feel like we could conquer the whole world. And at other parts of our cycle, we might feel like, hey, I'm just going to retreat a little bit. It's not even that, you know, it's not even that. I'm just talking here about there are days where we have more energy in days where we don't. There are nights where we sleep well and there are nights where we don't. Maybe little ones interrupted us or maybe we just, you know, ate something, drank something that didn't really agree with us. Stuff happens. It's okay. But not looking after the asset that is you means that you become worth 
less. So what are you going to do? First of all, you got to realize you're an asset. You're an asset and deteriorating and pushing and squeezing the asset for every little drop makes the asset worth less, right? It's like work labor camp if you squeeze the asset for everything it's got, but it's because at some point it's going to break. So recovery means pauses. Now they can look like all kinds of things, but I would encourage you here to think unconventionally. When we juggle a lot of things, which most of the women that listen to this podcast do, and at least most of the women that I speak to on a daily basis, juggle a lot. It might be more helpful to have a pause in the middle of the day. And if you live in Northern Europe like me, sometimes, some seasons of the year, middle of the day is the only time you will get daylight. And so the idea that you need to work from whatever, nine to five <laughs> or eight to four or seven till seven, whatever your schedule of craziness is, it's like, wait, what if I went for a walk in the middle of the day? What if I went and talked to a, a tree? It's very nourishing to talk to trees. I am not even joking. Hug the tree, talk to the tree. What if you went out in the middle of the day? And so what I talk about, as well as injecting pauses into your life, you know, five minutes of closing your eyes can do wonders. Ten minutes, miraculous. Injecting pauses into your life have you break the pattern of reacting. And it gives you long enough to go, wait, I don't have to respond to that thing. When you're in crush, crush it mode and you're on the whole time, you never have the moment where you step away and going, should I even be responding to this email? Does it even make sense for me to attend this meeting? Because you're on, respond, do, answer, react, 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 react. But when you stop and you go for a walk and you come back and then you look at it and you go, wait, hang on. Like, I don't think I'm the right person to show up or you message back, why have you invited me for this meeting? What is it that you're hoping I will contribute? And realizing that they don't even know why they invited you. So like, you're going to go, okay, well, thank you. Update me afterwards. Let me know if there's anything you wanted me to do. And you just saved an hour. That only happens when you have pauses. So you're the asset. Inject pauses and adopt the practice of extreme self-care. I deliberately use the word extreme because that has my clients listened. When I just say self-care, that sounds like an indulgence. I don't have time for this. But when I say extreme self-care, they're like, okay, wait, yes, I want to be extraordinary. I want to <laughs> deliver extreme amounts of things. I want to be the best uh, best wife, best mother, best leader, best this, best that. So extreme works. Extreme has you sit up and notice. And by extreme, you've got to figure out what that means for you. What, what is it that you really need? Usually it's not extreme, but it's more than you're giving yourself at the moment. I stopped seeing massages as a nice to have many years ago. 
But it still felt a little bit like a luxury. I've had back problems since I was 13. So, you know, it was like, okay, but I really need this. But then once I heard that actually a muscle can die if it doesn't get enough blood flow. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) this is so not about just having back pain. This is about the blood flow in my body and working optimally as a human. Maybe touch is delightful for you. And then I highly recommend massages and reflexology. Or maybe for you, it's about more exercise. Or maybe it is about time with quality girlfriends. Or maybe it's going out dancing. Or maybe it is what I call solo CEO retreats, going away, having a night by yourself, not for your clients and not for your boss and not for your family, just by yourself investing in a night away. It's miraculous. I created a whole mini course on how to create your own solo CEO retreat because it is amazingly recharging. But there are things you can do day to day. There are things you can do weekly. There are things you can do monthly. There are things you can do you know, once or twice every quarter. But building in the extreme self-care, if you want to build impact, if you want to increase joy, If you don't want to break the asset that is you, you've got to upgrade the quality of everything. How you show up matters. If you haven't yet listened to episode nine of the power of who you be, of who you be and who you are when you take action, how that matters, how you show up matters and who you are when you take that action matters. It's not about doing all the things because it is absolutely impossible. So what is true is you're probably not going to be able to answer to all the people that want your attention. If you're in a highly demanding job, you cannot please all the people. You cannot answer all the emails every day. You cannot say yes to all the meetings you're invited to unless you want to burn the asset that is you and break it. So without upgrading the quality of everything, without having pauses that increase your well-being you know pauses where there's no new input where you have time to stop stop might mean going for a walk in nature it's wonderful and having some daylight and having some peace and no one putting new information towards you upgrading your self-care to a level where you're treating yourself like a top athlete you're going hey wait I am an incredibly valuable asset. That matters. And the last thing that happens, here's what happens when you start doing that. The better you treat yourself, the better those around you will treat you. Maybe you've had this experience, and I really believe in this, that the world mirrors back to us how we treat ourselves. It's often said when people look for a romantic partner that if you don't love yourself, how could you expect someone to love you? There are nuances within this. But I'm sure you've noticed there's something to it. And so when you start going, well, wait, I matter. Like, (laughs) I am incredibly valuable and I'm going to treat myself with quality, the way an athlete treats themselves, the way someone whose performance matter, the way 
someone who really wants to show up present, delivering clarity and impact and being able to be a clear channel for their intuition, the way they would treat themselves, that's how I'm going to treat myself because that's who I am. The more you show up with that kind of belief that this is who I am and this is what I deserve, the more the world will catch up and going, oh, well, she's important. She's important. She has a different air about her. You will walk into room differently. You'll show up different. And you do not get points for do, 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 all the doing. It is the quality of who you are when you take the action. It is how you lead. And the first job always is to lead yourself. So next time you think, oh, I need to slow down or be more selfish. Take a moment and go, what is it really that I mean? What is it really about? And let's change the conversation because you want to be able to move fast. I know you do. You want to be able to be of service. I know you do. And the best way you can do that is by upgrading the quality of everything so that you treat yourself like the incredibly valuable asset that you are. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And I would love it if you would rate and review the show as it really does help other women to find it more easily. Remember, no matter what's going on around you, it only takes a single breath to start grounding back into your power. So let's take a breath. Feel your power. And go spread the magic.